So let's talk about one of the biggest setbacks you've ever had, and that is getting married to me. <laughs> What's funny is that I had that thought. Oh, you did? You did? When you said you've had a lot of um, trauma or whatever, yeah, and I'm and like, like, yeah, getting married. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make That's the trip, right. but you see, did there it. you it's go. So we're, on the same, we're on the same page. Hey, I'm Armando Leduc, producer, film actor, and owner of Leduc Entertainment. I have chosen a life off the beaten path and wanted to find others that are doing the same. Spaghetti on the Wall is a show based on all of the years that I've thrown spaghetti on the wall and nurtured what's stuck. We will share fun stories, ideas, tips, tricks, and more. Welcome to Spaghetti on the Wall. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on when you are consuming this podcast. Spaghetti on the Wall, ladies and gentlemen, today, today, episode number 100. Heck yeah. I did not know they were going to do that. Awesome. You didn't know. <laughs> didn't know that. That's great. That's really funny. A hundred episodes, honey. That's funny, honey. Hey. Hey. Shauna Rappold Leduc, <laughs> my wife, um, and first guest on this show. It was funny when I put this show together, I was like, huh, who should be the first guest? And I was like, my wife should be my first guest. And then I was thinking about my hundredth episode because it was coming up. And we've been back and forth for weeks about who should be our hundredth guest, and then I was like, "It should be Shauna." Why? Why should it have been Shauna? <laughs> hey, this Tell is not me questions. Why this you is, love me. This is not questions for me. This is <laughs> questions for you. <laughs> this is questions for you. Surprise! Um, for the hundredth <clears throat> episode, we're interviewing you. <laughs> nope. No. 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 Okay. No. No. Um. So I was. Yes, it just kind of made sense that you would be the person to be on the hundredth episode. So welcome back. It's been it's been a journey. Do y'all see how he deflected answering? It's too like it's legitimately two years. answering the question. <laughs> I because I saw no one other than you being the hundredth person. <laughs> so what's changed in two years? Tell us. Hmm. A lot. My passwords. Yeah. Since the hacker. Her. Um, the OMV. hackathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the reason why I say that is because, well, my passwords have changed. What? Oh, well, never mind. I can't even. Well, uh, I changed one of them. I'm not going to tell you what I changed it to. Okay. I was about to. And then I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> right. Because. Um, this goes out to five people. <laughs> <laughs> I usually say my wife and my mom listen to this show, but y'all don't even listen to this show. <laughs> so there's that. <coughs> I watch clips. I like listening to clips. It's fine. Uh, I'm not a big podcast person. That's fine. I mean, except for the, the smart list, which I really do love that podcast. Yeah. Uh, what's new? I am now a band manager. Yeah. Uh, I sold that band. 
And now you are band manager. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a lot of work, but it's fun. I like it a lot. <coughs> yeah. Um, I'm on a big fitness kick. Feeling good. Uh, you drank last night? I did. Can you hear it in my voice? No. <laughs> I just thought I'd point it out since you said you were on a good <laughs> fitness kick. Yeah. Uh, Body-wise, I feel great. You know? Uh, you know, Sometimes you have to let loose. Um, our daughter, as you know, is different than yes. she was two years ago. <laughs> She's just different in general. But I always wonder, you know, because I talk to other other parents and ask them what kind of stuff they're going through, and and it's it we're we're pretty much up there with yeah. everybody else. There's yeah, I nothing. I think it's just growing pains. Yeah. Which at the whole reason I brought that up, three listeners, uh, is because I would say five. it's one of the re- five. One of the reasons I drank last night is because <coughs> I needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> I needed a break. Talk to us about that. Our daughter is amazing she's amazeballs she's Mm -hmm. awesome she's awesome sauce she's so cool and like super caring and super loving and really smart and really creative and really funny and she can also be the devil's spawn Mm -hmm. when she wants to be um i don't know for about three weeks now armando has labeled this behavior as the show uh we never know when the show. The show begins usually. Is going to start. 7.30. <laughs> it's it's pr- pretty much on time. You know you know what starts the show is uh, we have to go take a bath now. That's, yeah. that's, that's when the show starts. Yeah. Because it's not fun for her. Right. She doesn't like doing things that are not fun. So that's the new thing. She doesn't want to go to sleep because sleeping is not fun. And I tell her she has to rest her mind and her body so that she can like hit the fun head on the next day and she's like but that's not fun <laughs> it's not fun uh so anyway she turned she the show she just and i have to walk away i need to you know give myself some time and so last night i are you learning that now as you're getting older to take time can they see my face? <laughs> I know they can hear me. Can they just see <laughs> they the can way see your face. I'm I just looked asking at you? questions. I'm just asking questions. You should ask people to comment right <laughs> there, right on that like time mark. Like, uh-huh. hey, everybody, rewind to where Armando asked Shauna that, and look at her face and just caption it. I'm what do you think I'm was I'm going through her questions? Her mind. Are you are you taking? Are you learning to take your time? Yeah, babe. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just to walk away sometimes. But anyway, last night I went to her nanny's house, Felicity, and Violet, and you know, just kind of had a girls' night, and I let loose, I let go, and I had some wine, and today's a little hard for me. Yeah, I mean, well, I it's, got it's home necessary. Really late. I had no idea what time it was. And I was like, holy, I got to go. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. But that's uh, usually what it's like going to people's homes. Because like you don't realize. Yeah, you're just hanging you're not out. You're out at like a bar and they're like, mm, you know. Yeah. We're just comfortable sitting on the couch, drinking wine, talking. And then I checked my phone. 
And I said, 1.30? I can't be here. And so I left. There you go. Yeah. Well, let me talk, talk to me about what it's like being a mom after, after this sort of years of, of pursuing a creative art form where you could really kind of focus on yourself, right? As an actress, you're pretty much just kind of focused on your career and, you know, the things that you need to do. And then now, you know, you had a kid and that sort of derails that. So what's, you know, what was that like? What was that like when you first had the baby? And then what's it like now, her being four? Much easier now. Uh, it was hard. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, <coughs> especially being married to an actor and a performer. Um, seeing them, you know, continue to thrive in the things that you love um, while you're like, and I can't do this anymore. You know, I lost a pretty large role while I was pregnant um, because one of the, I don't even remember what this was. It was supposed movie to be a stunt. Yeah, I don't even remember what the, the thing was, but I had to get, like, tossed. And I would have, like, landed on some sort of... Um, match or some sort of whatever I don't know but I remember Amelia was saying oh well we can't do that to you you're pregnant <laughs> and I was like um and I was happy that I was pregnant like we chose we chose to get pregnant but it, it was just I was like and it begins so you know it was really hard it was really hard to go okay so I'm gonna be taken out of this game for at least a year and a half. Uh, and I was. And that sucked badly. Uh, and I had postpartum depression and anxiety really bad. So that only made it worse. Um, so it took a while for me to accept my new circumstance. Your new role. My new role. My new... Grunch. Do you have something on that for you? No. You made a joke. Yay. There there it is. All right. Um, I should have them labeled. Yeah, you should. <laughs> like, I forget. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it was, it was difficult, for sure. It was, a, it was really difficult. Um, but, you know, then you got this little baby who's just amazing. So a lot of people don't realize the obstacles that you've had to overcome, not just being pregnant, but mm. two throat surgeries, right? Because you had your tonsil taken my out and you had in my 30s. Don't do that, guys. I mean, I had to. Right. What I'm saying is do it when you're young. Just do it. Yeah. Because what young kids recover three days tops. So two weeks. Yeah. Pain. So you, your your story is is a, a story of, of overcoming things, I would say, because you've had a lot of trauma in your life. And so you've, but you, you know, you keep on going. I right? do. You keep on going. What's the, uh, what are your thoughts when, you know, when you hit those obstacles and things happen in your life, you know, 
what's the what what is what how are you processing all of that information uh easier each time you know my father um always tells me when i'm going through a, a rough patch or whatever and and i'm i'm really starting to adopt this way of thinking because it is helpful and it's true and i've said it to other people recently but there's always a gift in it you don't you can't see it at the time cuz you're like in it but eventually the smoke will clear and you'll see the gift eventually um and 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 he's right like i always do i end up seeing the light at the end of the tunnel or the gift in it you know the the node surgery was i was talking about that last night with felicity and violet it it was a huge gift yeah i couldn't speak correctly or sing correctly for two and a half years two and a half years do you realize it was two and a half years it took me to i did not realize fully recover fully um but my voice is better now than it ever was before surgery not just like singing like my speaking voice it's um stronger and clearer and i speak better i breathe better um everything's better it really is and i needed that time off in hindsight because you know aria was really young and she needed her mom to be present and around granted my headspace wasn't in the best spot, but um, when I was with her, though, I was really with her. You know, I have given my entire self to that little girl, <laughs> like you my have. entire self. And I think that's why she's I'm your shadow. Yeah, I think that's why I'm taking this current <laughs> uh, mood she's adopting at nighttime so, so hard and so personally because I'm like I've given you everything because <laughs> I have yeah. I've given her my time my patience my care. love you know she's loving she just doesn't grasp it she wants what she wants right? well and I had to remind myself last night which is why it is good to have a night away what's the gift right what is the gift in this? And right. and maybe it's me realizing, you know, taking that space, you know, doing my best not to raise my voice at her, to just separate and be like, you know, she's learning. It's got to be tough. You know, we don't remember. Right. We don't remember, like, turning into a full-functioning human. I can but remember. But it's hard. I can remember a little bit when I was – not necessarily four, but five, when I can start remembering how I wanted to control things, how I wanted things to go, how I sort of knew that I was going to sort of roll to the beat of my own drum, mm-hmm. which I, I, I see our daughter have, you know, oh. like where she's just like, I we're, this is this is how we're doing it. Right. And she's the leader and she's, you know. So it's crazy, you know, to see (laughs) see those qualities. But I see those qualities, and I'm like, huh, okay. How do I foster that um, with, at the same time, creating discipline, right, where 
where I'm allowing, you know, sort of that, sort of those moments to, for her to realize the, the consequences of her actions, right? Where she can, okay, that's the decision you want to make. Great. Then, you know, then this now, is what now I'm going to do. This is how it's going to, <laughs> this is how it's going to roll out, you know, as a result of you making those decisions. You can make these decisions and I'll empower you to do that. You know what I mean? And then you're going to hit the wall and then I'll be there to, you know, I'll be there to pick you up when you do, you know, because I think she's going to be the kind of person that just needs to hit the wall, you know, several times, you know, to, to, to get it, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, who knows, you know. But to your point, I think as you experience, you know, setbacks and things, it prepares you for the next level of life, right? So let's talk about one of the biggest setbacks you've ever had, and that is getting married to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that I had that thought. Oh, you did? you did? When you said you've had a lot of um, trauma or whatever, yeah. and I'm and like, like, yeah, getting married. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not gonna make the right. trip. See, there you go. So we're good. on the same. We're on the same page. <laughs> Look, marriage, it, and we'll talk about marriage. Marriage is not. Um, <clears throat> it's not. It's not easy, but it can be, right? Like it's it's the. Um, I feel like marriage, just like being a being a parent, is it's as equally amazing 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 right as it is sometimes like super right wow but i'm just I, i'm just saying it's it there's i, I don't we don't live i i feel like we don't live the life right that's like you know sort of even keel the way most people experience life right like we've chosen to live life mm -hmm. differently than most right not necessarily safe right so as a result, we have these moments, right? Like it's, our, our life is never like this. Not to say that everybody's life isn't like that, but I think we experience more highs and lows, you know, than most. Yes, but it is important. <laughs> Here comes the lesson. To do our best to live here. Mm-hmm. To not go all the way up to the high or go out all the way down to the low, which is what I told uh, that girl, Danny Warino, that I was having that little consult with, who is a singer and a stage actor and wants to get into film and television. And I said, again, something my father told me when I was getting into this industry, you know, and I was booking a lot, and you would get on this crazy high, and then that gig ends and then you have that crazy low like, yeah oh no am i ever gonna book anything ever again and then you do and then you're up back high and then you know it ends and boof, you go down i'm like you need to do and he always told me you need to do your best to not he's like sure feel the wind feel the victory but like don't let it consume you don't let it get you so high up in the sky so that when it's over you're not like dropping so low to the ground, like do your best to like feel the win, but keep a grasp on yourself. Yeah. You know, like f do your best to stay here. And I, and I told her that, you know, you got to try and keep 
like this homeostasis about your emotions because this industry will chew you up and spit you out. For sure. It's soul-sucking. And it's equally... Fulfilling. Soul-fulfilling. Soul-fulfilling, yeah. It, it really is. So That's the dichotomy of life. <clears throat> but anyway, so we should apply that to our marriage, dear. I think we, I think we are, you know, more... <laughs> I think the more we live it, the more we do it. But Mm -hmm. I'm reading a book right now. It's called The Gap and the Gain, right? And I think what what it's teaching me to think about is everybody sort of measures themselves to an ideal rather than what they've been gaining in life, right? And so I've always for the most part of my life, have always measured myself to the ideal of a a space in the future where I want to be, where I think that that's going to be the fulfilling aspect. When in reality, I should be measuring where I am today and the wins that I've had in my life that will continue to push me forward, but I I can still be happy and still stay driven, right? Instead of staying driven and being depressed that I'm never going to reach an ideal that I'm just never going to reach because you can't reach an ideal. It's just the way it is. You can't touch the horizon. If you go towards it, it escapes you, right? Which is a great part of this book. But what it's teaching me is, you know, that, okay, what are the things that, that we've been able to overcome in a marriage? Where, where are we in, in, in terms of being like professionally, personally, in a relationship, as a father, you know, and trying to keep in mind those wins, you know, and I think that that stays with you longer, keeps you more positive, you know, and, uh, and you're not necessarily chasing something that you think is going to make you happy when happiness is here already we're experiencing it in real time happiness yeah being in the moment yeah being content with what you have but still having goals absolutely yeah so um what's it like what's it like being married to you (laughs) what's it like being married Mm -hmm. to to the man in my dream uh of your dreams or in your dreams? In my dreams. You got it. You heard me. Good for you being in the moment. <laughs> I heard you. Um, fun. Exciting. Keeps me on my toes. It's not boring. I'll say Definitely that. It's not boring. It's not boring. Uh, it's good, honey. You, I think. The both of us make e- the other grow still, which is the point. I think so. Right? Is that what marriage is about? Growth? I, I, I think so. I think it's about, you know, if we stop growing together, then, I don't know, maybe we're not doing our jobs. You know? So you look at it as a, as a job? We're not doing our jobs as partners. So you look at the it as a-hole. a job. a-hole. <laughs> it's 
like we look good. So it's a job for you, is what you're saying. Uh, we do have jobs as each other's partners. I wasn't saying it as a bad thing. It's true. It's you got our, work. It's, it's our work. our job to you know make sure the other one is feeling loved and respected and important and special and heard and heard. <laughs> See, I'm listening. That one, that the heard one was for you. Oh, I know. Cuz you feel like I don't hear you. Here's the deal. You I think hear you. it's you think it's a um I I think it's just a, a man and woman thing. Oh, I mean, for sure. For sure. Like, I mean, women are much better at communicating. Women are much better at, you know, listening and hearing and being in the moment. Agreed. Uh, For sure. Um, That all you got to say about that? Yeah, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let the silence say about that. Yeah, I'm just because I love you. Sometimes silence is good. Did you hear today, that? Today. I hear. I know. Hey, I, I take the wins where I, I can get them. I always love That's you. the win today. I always love you. That is the win for today. That I love you? Yes. I always love you. I love you, you every day. I appreciate that. I, appreciate I like you. you. I you. like you a lot today. Hey, that's nice. How's that? That's nice to say. That's nice I to hear, right? I always love you. Right. But, but I like you a like lot you. today. That's good. <laughs> that's good. How does, how does one... <laughs> and you've read the five love languages, right? Sure. Do you believe in it? Yes. Yeah. So when someone is not fulfilling the other person's love language mm-hmm. or the love tank, mm-hmm. then it's bound to fail, eh? No. No? No, I think that it's that person's responsibility to say, hey, my love tank's running low. I need a fueling, you know. Gas me up. I like it in the way I that you want. In the way that they need it, absolutely. Like it's not, you know, and that—that's my marriage advice right here. No one knows what's going on in your head. <laughs> it is your responsibility to express yourself to your partner if you need something. If you want something, if you desire something, or, you know, if you just want to say something nice, but like no one knows what's going on in the other person's head. It's Has that always been easy for you to express yourself? Yeah. Always. Always. It's never been a problem for me. You always know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. But always. <laughs> since always. you were a kid. Ever since I was a kid. You just express yourself it just freely. just comes out of my ear holes. Our daughter does not have that. She does in some capacity, but I don't think she's, she very much does not want to communicate. She does it with me. Sure. But what I'm saying is, yeah. what I'm saying is like, especially when she's does something wrong. Oh. Right. That oh. she just doesn't want to like, she, it, it is like pulling teeth to get her to say, I'm sorry. I'm but is that a woman thing? Sorry. Boy. <laughs> Please oh, play, hit your laugh track, <laughs> and maybe that because that's go ahead. Tell me that's redonkulous. I know. Look, the five people that listen to this. I am one of the first people to admit 
but I am not in the right. I'm like, for sure. I did that. And that's not cool. Right. Um, Does it hurt you to do it? No. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that you've done something wrong. Like, or that you've misspoke or, or. I think that's a strength. I agree. Um, our daughter hates saying she's sorry. <laughs> she does say that. I'm. S- I'm. S- or she'll yell it. Or, I'm or. Sorry. Well, she. Yesterday, she picks and chooses when she wants to buckle herself into her car seat, mm-hmm. and she does it a lot lately. Like she buckles herself a lot, right. so she can clearly do it. I've been there. And so I'm picking her up from school yesterday, and she won't buckle herself in. And she's like, oh, I'm too tired. And I'm like, just buckle. T- can, come on. Just do it. And she wouldn't. And I said, all right, fine. So I, I didn't get upset with her. I got out. I opened the back door. I sat next to her. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, oh, Oh, so you're baby Aria right now. You're not four-year-old Aria. I'm sorry. I, I was just confused as to who was sitting in the car seat. I was like, that's cool. And as I'm like, no, no, I am big girl, four-year-old Aria. I was like, I don't think you are because big girl, four-year-old Aria buckles herself. And you're not doing that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I was like, okay, do you want to buckle yourself? I can't. And I was like, oh, okay, baby. And I'm not a baby. And she's losing it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to say this anymore. I'm just going to buckle you up, and I'm going to get in the front seat. I made my point. And so I just stopped talking, but that was enough. That was enough to set her off, and I got a show at 4 in the How afternoon. Was it? was it a good started show? started kicking and screaming. Um, Did she bring her A game? Was it a good performance? Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And and I had a point to this. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and I was like, Aria, no, we're not going to talk at all right now. I was like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear you saying it. Because she's like, like throwing, you know, how she throws her fits. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. I was like, we're going to sit in silence for the rest of this car ride. Because the only thing I want to hear you say is I'm sorry. That's it. I was like, you tell me you're sorry. And bygones are bygones. Like, we will continue the rest of this day we'll be best friends and we'll have the best time i was like but if you can't say you're sorry like i I don't want to hear you speak at all wouldn't say it and so she kept trying to talk to me about other things and i was like what did i say i was like seriously stop talking to me (laughs) like this conversation's over Uh, and so we did for like 15 minutes sat in silence and then finally she's like mommy i was like yes all right and she asked for something. I don't even remember what she asked for. And I said, did you just, I, I heard what you said. I want you to know that I heard you, but I didn't hear you say you were sorry. And I told you that that's what needed to happen if we were going to start talking. To I said it. I said, when did you say it? She's like, I whispered it real low. <laughs> As a Aria, no ma'am. I deserve an apology that I can hear loud and clear. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sorry. And I was like, mm, no, no, uh, no. Give me the respect that I deserve. I'm sorry. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> so hard she for her. Do it. She so do it. hard. Yeah. 
I wonder why. No, I wonder why. I wonder why, honey. I wonder why. why. I'll ask you. Why do you think it's so hard for her to say that word? Hmm. Hmm. It's, an, it's an enigma. Conundrum. It's a, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Anyway, let me be clear, <coughs> listeners. Um, Arya's the best. Yeah. I love that kid. She's great. She's awesome. But sometimes you need a break, man. Yeah, you need a break. What <coughs> is, what does the future look like for you? I don't know. I know what I want. What do you want? You know. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Uh, your favorite movie that you watch oh. on. How many times have you seen that movie? A lot. So many times. A lot of times. A lot of times. That's your favorite movie? Well, The Notebook, Gladiator. Gladiator's good. um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. That's your favorite? One of your favorites? Moulin Rouge. Um, Anything Adam Sandler, even the bad everything, no. even the bad ones. Jack and Jill. Oh, uh, you know what? I never saw Jack and Jill. Mm. I also saw Little Nicky. That movie is so awful, but it's I've terrible. seen it more than once. It's I've ter- seen it really? a few. Yes, because I'm such a fan. Anytime Adam Sandler's on the TV, I will watch him. He's funny. He's I like Adam great. Sandler. Well, he reminds me of my brother too. They're like the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, you know, auditioning died down a lot because of COVID and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, kind of starting to pick back up again. You know, we've got the strike and all that stuff going on, but, um, I just auditioned for a film, ton of dialogue. It was so fulfilling. You know, like you, you don't do it for a while and then you have to, find other things that are fulfilling in your life and <coughs> pardon which I've done you know I've been singing a lot with that band I've been singing a lot with under the influence band I've been singing with dysfunction band um doing the band manager stuff like you taking your care fill? of Aria and that's yeah that's for sure been been feeding my my performer um fix me what's the word I'm looking for but you know having that audition I was like oh man I just I forgot you know something that meaty that meaty like you just forget well I forget what about a one woman show always be my it fills me like nothing else does um I'd be down with a one woman show I don't want it to be about my life though I'm not, I'm a, I'm a relatively private person. I think you know that. Yeah. And I'm married to a not private person. So people end up knowing all about my life anyway, because you put it everywhere. Um, and I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know that? How do you know that? I didn't put that anywhere. <laughs> oh, do they? See, social media works, everybody. I told you. It does. Social media so works. like. I guess people know about me just through you because I really don't. I don't know. You're 
plus me, Sean, I could probably book more roles if you were on social media more. And you, you know, you might be right. You might be right, but that's not my happiness. Sure. I don't, I'm a very private person. And I didn't realize that about myself, right? I can be extremely extroverted, but I think I am an introvert for sure. Like, if given the choice between staying at home and watching a movie and going to a networking event with you, like, you know, B&I is going to have this big gala. Do you want to come? I'm like, oh, no, but I will, you know, to support you. Um, and it's going to be really difficult for me because I'm going to have to be like, okay, I'm going to have to talk to a whole bunch of people. Was it like that when you I went to the premiere? Talk. Remember when you went to the uh, red carpet for Bad Moms? Did it feel like that too for you? No, that's different. That's different because that was, that's different because you're not even really talking to people. People are taking pictures of you. You're not having to speak. Well, you're you got interviewed several times. I did. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't a fan. You don't like being interviewed. N- this is okay, but I know you. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Speaking to someone I don't don't know, I just have anxiety around it. Right. I did. Like I don't yeah. like. <sighs> oh, so what do you do? And yeah. What's your life? What are your, like, I just don't like small talk. I like big talk. You know what I mean? Like, I like already knowing someone and being like, so, so, you know, what's, what's going on with you? Like, what's, what's happening in your world? Like, how's your happiness? Like, yeah, let's give me the tea. Like, I want to know the big things, but the little ones, like the, the, oh gosh, I hate it, but I do it for you. I'll because tell you. I love you. Thank you. I had anxiety. <laughs> I had anxiety when I had first started being interviewed and you know like when I was doing red carpet events and things like that and it was just like damn I can't talk, you know. But as I started doing more social media and I'm, you know, podcasting and things like that, I think it just comes from doing it, right? And the more you do it, the the more comfortable you get. Of course. I, I mean, of course. Of course. And that that's with anything. Yeah. So maybe you just need to... Do it more. Do it more. Yeah. But there's so many other things that I really want to do what ahead do of want? that. What do you want to do? You want to act? I really... Yeah. want to act? I, I do want to be acting more. Um, I continue to say it. And I'm going to reach out. Lacey is her name. Uh, I really want to be dancing like in a dance class, like a, like a tap class or a modern class or a. <clears throat> should do that. Yeah, I've always wanted to dance. I don't I just want to dance. You should. You should go dance. But I really do. I love it. I love it. It just it's it's another form of expression for me that I I it just needs to come out. Yeah, it really does. It really does. You should do that. Um, yeah, I really want to be acting more. I think you will start experiencing that more. I told you. I think. I think what happened, like late thirties. Yeah, you for, go through like this for lull. I think men and women, and what happens is 
like I think a lot of people exit mm-hmm. the field because they're tired of it. Mm-hmm. And then the people that stay end up working until, you know, till they're till they're ready to to stop working. There's the gift, right? I think the lull might just be a rejuvenation <coughs> moment because it it's like hustle, hustle, hustle. Right. Because when I was younger, I was the appropriate age for those roles, right? You get into that section where you're too old to play, right? you know, those vixens or the whatevers, but you're too young to necessarily be the detective or <coughs> the, the, the professional. Um, yeah. And I, and I do think you're right. And, and it, it's a hustle, you know what I mean? So maybe I needed that time to spend with our daughter and of course recoup and live life. You know, make sure that my mental health is good, that I'm peaceful and I'm happy and then you re-enter it with more wisdom, less need, mm. want, right? Do you remember needing your next role? I need this for my happiness. Oh, yeah. If I don't act again, I'm going to be depressed and miserable for the rest of my life. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. I want it. That I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with my life, right? I'm doing the things. I'm, I'm, I'm filling my love tank. I'm going to take me some dance lessons. But, you know, I, I, I am. I just, I want it. Yeah. I want it. Versus, like, needing it. Needing it. Yeah. And it and it's very different. It's so funny because um, I took the sabbatical from acting. I think I'm still on a sabbatical. I don't know. We'll see. But I think if the right role, if comes the right role comes, you, well, and that's what it. happened. You were mm-hmm. like, you know, I think uh, Kulan, Liz, yeah, she reached out to you and was like, "Hey, Armando needs to audition for this," and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you know. But I read it and I was like, oh, "I'll audition for it." End up getting it, and it was in the same time where I was supposed to be shooting in Florida. And I was like, I'm not going to do this role just because it's Disney, right? Unless they want to pay me 6000 bucks. And they were like, you know, the the agents were like, absolutely not. They're never going to go for it. And I was like, that's cool. Then I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Two hours later, <laughs> sign the papers. And right. Like, there you go. You don't need it. You were the guy for the role, though. No one else could have done that. Yeah. I had a no good, one else could have done that, which is why Liz knew that. Yeah. I loved it. Like, that was such a fun role. And I'll tell you, now that I'm doing I'm in improv again, taking level one improv at 43, you know, and I've taken it, I've taken it in L.A. and Seattle, and I've, you know, I've been around uh, improv for, for a long time. But <coughs> going into a level one improv class while you're 43 <laughs> is much different than taking improv at 20, plus with the, uh, with the experience that I have. So I'm in there with with no ego. I'm in there with with no expectations. I'm not there to teach. I'm not there wanting anything. I'm just there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good place to be. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it really is now just about the art form. Well, and it's freeing. It's very freeing. It's freeing. Yeah. 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 You're expressing yourself versus worrying about what anybody thinks. I love it. It's great. So uh, tell them where they can find you here in this um, in this camera right here. I know I know uh, I know you like to be private. <laughs> so when you post, uh, yeah, I should have looked that up before this, but I think I'm just it's just Shauna Shauna Rappold. Yeah, 
Shauna underscore Snapwood, maybe? On Instagram. Here, I'm going to go ahead and look you can Google. that up for you I right think you now. can Google you. <coughs> I'm Shauna underscore Rappold on Instagrams. And I do post. I'm just not, I don't do it daily. Um, so, uh, I, and on Facebook, I'm Shauna Rappold the Duke. Follow along. Follow. Oh, yeah. Because when I do post, it's something that I really like or something that moves me or, you know. Something that I think is important. Like I posted about the riptides. Right. You can get out of those, you know. Yes. Just swim sideways. Correct. I do know And that. I think that that stuff is important. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. I love the ocean. I saw the Meals from the Heart post today, and I thought that that was amazing. I should repost that. Repost? And I will repost it. So, yeah. I'm worth following. Great. Follow. Give me a follow. Follow Shauna, everybody. Guys, <laughs> 100 episodes. I can't believe it. Um, it's just a testament to staying consistent with what you're you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, I th- I've, I've said it and I'll say it again. I think you learn from the doing and not necessarily always planning things because it is experiencing the things that really teach you. And I think it's the obstacles and the setbacks that really teach you something. But you can't get the obstacles and the setbacks if you stay in planning mode and you don't actually move forward and take the risks. So yeah. take you the learn, risks. You learn from the doo-doo. <laughs> you the learn doo-doing. from the doo-doo. <laughs> you learn from the Come, doo-doing. <laughs> coming from the mama. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for being here, honey. Hey, thank you. Yes. All right. And that was Spaghetti on the Wall, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by LaDuke Entertainment for all of your social media marketing needs, digital marketing, podcasting, videos. We got you. And you can watch Spaghetti on the Wall anywhere where you can catch a podcast. Google it. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. And uh, we'll see you next Friday.